welcome back to the Teening Podcast. I hope everyone had a great week. This week's topic is all about adulthood and growing up and out of your teenage years, which can be scary and exciting. Uh, You can dread the new challenges in the unknown. You can also look forward to becoming a person with different responsibilities and more freedom. For the most part, I'm imagining that you wonder about what being an adult is like, whether you view that as going to college or graduating college and getting your first job out of school or even getting married or being financially stable. Whatever it is, it's very normal to be questioning what you want to do for the rest of your life, where you want to be, who you want to be, and how you go about achieving that. From someone who's a little bit removed from those very anguish-filled years, um, I'm going to let you know that life gets a lot better. You figure out who you are and become hopefully become very secure in yourself and life just gets a lot more enjoyable but at the same time we're all just winging it everybody's living their one life for the first time and we're bound to make wrong decisions and have regrets or just kind of figure it out as we go this includes you me your parents your grandparents everyone everybody's living their one life for the very first time But it's the lessons that you take away from those decisions that will ultimately shape who you are as an individual. It's more than okay to not know what you want to study in college or what you want to do with your career. All things will reveal themselves with time, and it's so normal and okay to change your mind as much as you want. Don't worry about societal pressures. It's all about what makes you happy and what's best for you. So in doing the research for this episode, I found mostly poems about this topic, um, mostly about the struggle of leaving childhood behind and the wonder of what adulthood has in store for them. So I decided that I will make this episode mostly about poetry and do a little less pontificating, if you will. And really let the words and the emotions behind those words speak for themselves. Let it resonate with you. And as always, if you have any thoughts on this topic or if you have any thoughts on the poems that I end up reading, you can always submit your opinion to teenink.com submit and we might discuss it in a future podcast episode or we might put it on our social media for everyone else to read. So without further ado, here is the Teen Inc. podcast episode on easing into adulthood. This first piece I'm going to read is the only article this week. It's called New Beginnings and it's by an anonymous author. When I think of my childhood and my mother, I immediately think about the kind of learning processes that I have been through. Some of my learning experiences have been very Pavlovian in nature. I would learn to associate certain sounds and expressions with different events and proceedings. For example, I remember that I would get a pop on the back of my hand from my mother for touching the electric cable that hung from the electric iron. After this happened a few times, I didn't touch it anymore since I knew that my mother would hit my hand and I did not want to be hit. I think all of these things that my mother did with me ended up in making the personality and the identity that I have today. 
Personal identity can be divided into three areas, the body, the memory, and the soul. I feel that I am also in touch with each parts of these identities. I know that the body I have is the same one that I have always possessed. It has changed considerably since I was born, but it is still the same body. I remember looking at myself when I was a child and wondering how long it would be until I can be tall enough to look in the mirror without having to stand up on a stool and how I would look when I grow up. Now that I am a grown-up and I look at myself in the mirror, I wonder exactly how I must have looked to myself when I was a little child. It is all so strange that a person wants to grow up so quickly when one is a child, but then wants to stay young forever. Sometimes I end up wishing that I was a child again, so that I do not have to do all the things that I have to do. Sometimes I wish that I can just run back into time and become the irresponsible, simple little boy that I used to be. Growing up will sneak up on us before we know it. It is important to cherish every moment of being a child that you have. As time goes by, we are going to look back on all the stuff that we've done and that we no longer do. Several changes will be made in our lifestyle, and lots of stuff will change. You as a person will grow and learn. Growing up is not about what is wrong and what is right, but it is about taking responsibility for yourself and dealing with the consequences and live your ambitions and dreams. So basically, being grown up is about how you deal with the situations in a mature way. Growing up is not an easy process, but it is one we must all go through in life. Everyone grows mentally and physically at their own rate. You grow up when you can learn from mistakes. You do not make the same mistakes again and again. In order to grow, you must also become mature. Maturity is rooted in the concept of change, which implies that change is necessary for growth. A child must change physically, emotionally, and mentally in order to eventually become an adult. Maturity isn't what you do, it's how you do what you do. There are aspects of yourself that you will need to change in order to live by your priorities, and second, your priorities may change over the course, which is normal. One of the most important things to know in maturing is learning from your mistakes, and in order to learn from them, you must accept responsibility for them. Sometimes the best part of being a grown-up is just being an adult. It's the personal and financial success that comes from maturity, the freedom of adulthood, the respect you get from your peers, and the joy of working hard to play hard. On the other hand, the best part of being an adult is the exact opposite. It's the freedom to still act like a kid whenever you want, to go against the grain, to quit your job and take that road trip and figure it all out when you're back, to follow your dreams and take the kind of chances you know would get you a lecture and responsibility from your parents. Sometimes you just have to let loose and live. This next poem is called Fire Hazard. It was written by Bo Polarczyk, and the author's comment says, This piece addresses the reality of growing up and growing out of compassion as life becomes increasingly complicated. I sit waiting in the ashes, crumbling what once was through my fingertips. How did it get this way? It feels like just yesterday we snuck into our parents' pantry and stuck silver skewers through the stale, covered marshmallows. Me on lookout, you igniting a jarring clicking from the stovetop knob, we lit the back kitchen counter ablaze. I knew this is our first golden brown moment, as the makeshift bonfire sparked anticipation in our eyes. I kept my stick a cautious distance from the flicker. You plunged yours right in. This is going to go up in flames, you taunted, but I was going more for toasted. It really does feel like yesterday. I was a roaring extinguisher. My foot anchored on your back, your amber eyes begging me from the carpet floor for mercy. I grinned as you screamed for your mom to save you. 
but instead she erupted with an aching frustration I could trace to her grasp full of your doctor's appointments notes. I could have sworn it was just yesterday when I caught a cold as chilly as the clouds outside, shivering in bundles of blankets. But there you stood, leaning in my doorframe, bearing a grin that said, half I'm sorry, half have fun. I would have tackled you had I been able to sit up. But instead, you shuffled to the side of my bed and sat with a bowl of warm soup. As angry exclamations penetrated our parents' room next door over, we lived in our own world where there was nothing beyond what the rain concealed. You gave me a smile that I could see was fatigued, but you continued to spoon-feed me anyway. I wish that was our yesterday, but instead it was the day I learned how easily golden brown can turn tar. You showed me that when you pushed back the dinner chair and spoke with a coldness I'd never heard you wear before. Sick of blame trailing a burden, no fault of your own, I understand, or at least I hope I do. But since when did I stop being the one you could go to? This is going to go up in flames, you once said, and I'm still grasping at the golden brown ashes, crumbling what once was through my fingertips. I chose this next poem because it has a very interesting take, a very interesting opinion on Gen Z. And the author, who is anonymous, wrote about it in their comments. They said, This poem is about living in a crazy and dangerous world, but finding comfort in looking back on the simpler times. I think a lot of Gen Z is obsessed with the past because then we feel less overwhelmed by the present. In the end, I'm not sure if it's healthy because we end up getting stuck, even though it does provide a sense of relief. This poem is called Nostalgia Versus the World. The cycles in my line convince me there's such a thing as time. Let me live through the end of the world, like twice. Gunning for the kids and structures in ruin. Childhood is a cushion between the chaos. Almost like the violence made us, almost like our parents hate us, there's such a fascination with the days that came before us. Our generation, who uses childhood as a crutch to put up with all this chaos just to get stuck in the past, peace and silence at last. This one is a poem from Rebecca Cho. It's called The Oddities of Sixteen. And in the author notes, Rebecca writes, this is her take on the duality of being 16. I can own bumblebee tights brazenly, flaunt quirky ambitions that are honestly so exceedingly ordinary, wear my asymmetric pigtails peculiarly crooked, eat from a stacked Tupperware lunch, rave over the newest eccentric album, and radiate limitless optimism. But it all ends with the fiery questionnaires and an endless game of Jeopardy, Lies that can either choke and wrench your throat, or swaddle you in a cotton cloak of words. A flight of languages that enter lightly, leave heavily, as we see the burden of dreams on paper. An age of becoming, a prelude to adulthood. This next poem is called When I'm Gray, and it was written by Rana Ezeldine. The author's comments say, It's funny how transition phases in my life are very controversial. I just wonder what it will all be like when I'm all gray. When I was three, swings made me happy. Laughter and joy and flurries. Love was my spoken language, never seen life on faded beige. 
When I was eight, it's when I lost my first bait. Felt what it's like to be jealous, the first time to feel down, but I still had the platinum love. When I was 12, I tasted sunshine, I touched independence, distinguished all shades of courage, and memorized what victory looked like. When I was 15, I learned not to trust, understood how roses stab, how angels are undercover devils, then moved on. Now I'm 17, I'm a cloud of drenched memories, a sprinkle of a dreamer. My world is mysteriously private, but I still grasp onto my innocence. When I become 20, older version of the three-year-old, still in love with swings, experience carved onto the soul, and still moving on. When I'm gray, I will smile in remembrance of the perfect silhouettes that I have painted back in the colorful days. This last poem is called Only Just Beginning. It's written by Abigail Walmer, and it has more of a specific take on adulthood, especially from teenagers becoming adults, and that is graduation. We see graduation as an ending. It is the finish line at the end of a three-year-long marathon, the final chapter of the middle school book, each word a minute, each page a day. We think we are finished, but really, we are only just beginning. We are only just beginning to learn the shapes of our names, the way they fit us, and the ways we will grow to fit them. We are only just beginning to explore the galaxies inside us, unnamed and unknown. We are only just beginning to grasp how to seek instead of search, how to find instead of being found. We are only just beginning to discover the answers to our questions. We are only just beginning to understand that there are no answers but the ones we write ourselves. We are only just beginning to comprehend what we were and what we wish to be. We are shadows and suns, oceans and deserts, wildfires and endless rain. We are nothing. We are everything. We will break ourselves and make ourselves, sculpt ourselves and shape ourselves, shred ourselves and stitch ourselves. The world will not decide for us. No, it is for us to decide what the world will be. So that concludes this episode on easing into adulthood. I think the main takeaway from all these poems is that you are absolutely not alone in feeling comfort in nostalgia and the fear of the unknown that is your adult years. Your life is what you make of it, and it's never too late to recalibrate and reassess yourself and your path. There's a very interesting dichotomy to growing up, which was touched on in one of the poems I just read, which is that feeling of not wanting to get older, but also wanting to be in total control of your life, which only happens with aging. Considering the fact that everyone feels this way at any and probably all points of life, I encourage you all to be there for each other. Discuss your feelings with your friends, write about them in your journal, acknowledge those emotions every now and then when you're thinking about life. Above all else, be kind to yourself. You do not have to figure it all out right now. You will figure it out eventually and everything will be okay. If you want to share your thoughts on growing up and how young adulthood feels to you, whether it be weird, great, or anything else, be sure to submit your work to teenink.com submit. Next week, we will be having a super spooky Halloween episode with some of the best horror, mystery, and suspenseful fiction pieces from the website. 
Until then, be good to one another. Bye.